Super Bowl 57. The matchup was confirmed yesterday with the Kansas City Chiefs and the Philly Eagles heading to the big dance. Now, barring injury, Australia's Jordan Malata and Aaron Sipos will play in the Super Bowl, joining Ben Graham and Mitch Wisnowski as the only Aussies to play Super Bowl. Now, Jesse Williams, you say Jesse Williams heels. I heard you say that. Did. Won a Super Bowl ring but didn't actually take part in the game. And, of course, you've got brothers Jason and Travis Kelsey uh, will become the first siblings to play each other in a Super Bowl. We need to know about it because we don't know enough about it. Phil Murphy knows all about it from uh, ESPN, and uh, we've got him on the line. Phil, thanks for joining us this morning. Uh, no, always great to chat to you. It is the most wonderful time of the year, <laughs> uh, somebody who follows and covers American sports. So I'm, I'm always happy to talk about it. What did you make of yesterday? Uh, San Francisco, they looked, they seemed gallant, but kept getting injured, and the the Eagles seemed hungry. Yeah, I mean, that that was the case with San Francisco. We really found out how deep they could go on the quarterback depth chart before there were problems, and it apparently is the guy who was fourth in line. Uh, The guy, Brock Purdy, who came in, was a rookie, last pick of the draft, a, a terrific Cinderella story, but even he had been protected somewhat schematically for San Francisco. They were, they were giving him a playbook that was digestible for him. To his credit, he played beyond expectation, but they also made it so it was a, a situation in which he could succeed. When he went down with an injury to his throwing shoulder, San Francisco turned to Josh Johnson, a guy who has been on 14 different NFL rosters. So whatever, whatever Cinderella story we had with Brock Purdy, it had gotten exponentially more, I guess, Hollywood style if, if there would have been a comeback to be made. But they were playing arguably the best team in the NFL. And we'll find out in, what, 12 days' time if that's the case in the Philadelphia Eagles. And, and Philly showed no mercy. And they, they put their weight on their offensive line, anchored by Jordan Mailata out of Sydney, and, and really blew that game open in the second half, which they did the previous week to the Giants. They're the first team in NFL playoff history to score 30 or more in back-to-back weeks, whilst allowing fewer than 10 points in both of those games. Other side was the game of the day, the Patrick Mahomes-Joe Burrow rivalry getting its latest chapter and latest iteration. Came down to the final seconds, a tie game. Patrick Mahomes hit out of bounds, which put Kansas City into field goal range, a 15-yard personal foul penalty. Kick made by Harrison Butker, and the Chiefs get vengeance for last year when the Bengals came into Arrowhead and got a win and punched their Super Bowl ticket. Kansas City got the three-point win to the good, so it'll be Eagles-Chiefs in, what, 12 or I guess 13 days' time uh-huh. in Phoenix, Arizona. Yeah, it is. Now, I, I think for those who just follow in Australia, uh, all the focus is going to be on the Eagles because of Jordan Mylata. He's, he's an incredible story. Now, the, the more we read about him today, in 2017, he was making five grand, $5,000 as a reserve-grade player with South Rabbitohs in the NRL. Now... We're not quite sure what his contract's worth, but it's it's sixty or seventy million, isn't it? It is, yeah. So the the math is you just multiply that times I don't know, I guess what one point four. We could go on online and figure out the exact conversion rate for the day, but it, it, it it's north of uh, ninety million, probably pushing a hundred million dollars uh, Australian dollars over the life of the deal, which is. I mean, staggering. And when he told his parents that he had signed this contract, and he, I think he said it was something in the neighborhood of, oh, yeah, it's four years for 60. They thought thousand. They were like, yeah, oh, right. you know, four years, 60,000 a year. He's like, no, 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 no. Four years, 60 million for the life of the deal. I mean, life-changing money. But this is exactly what the NFL wanted when they put in place the International Pathway Program. It was to go all over the world. 
find people who were terrific athletic talents but needed some American gridiron football code refinement. So what they did is they set up the International Pathway Program. They put these young men uh, at IMG Academy and had them be year-round students of football. Then they assigned them to a practice squad saying that this guy's a protected spot on the roster. He's an additional roster spot. He cannot play in a game for his first season. This is purely developmental. He's practicing with the team. Jordan was one of those guys. And just through work and determination and, and a great sporting mind and obviously a terrific athletic frame, put himself to a position not just on the Eagles' offensive line, but at left tackle, which is the most coveted offensive line spot with a salary to show for it. It shows a lot of, of credit to Philadelphia and the work they put in to develop Jordan and obviously the work he's put in. And he's now become a poster child for the NFL for this path, pathway program the world over. And now if you look at the current crop of international pathway players, you have a few guys, some of whom have AFL backgrounds, but they're not punters. They're tight ends and on offensive linemen. Mm. So the, the Australian pipeline is getting wider to the United States. I believe there are four Aussies and Kiwis in the current pathway class that was just announced that has only arrived at IMG in Florida in the last week. So Jordan is the latest, but not the last of uh, Australian faces to know outside of the, the number of punters who have come in the NFL and had success. Mm, it's such a heartwarming story too. Uh, his earnings compared to where his parents uh, had to work so hard to to get anywhere. It, it's brilliant. But has he got a job? Is this left tackle a job which gets you noticed on your bad days rather than your good days? <laughs> oh, yeah, it's, it's exactly that. It's a position at which if you don't do your job, if you think about how a quarterback tr- throws a football traditionally in the American space, he, he's not squared to the offensive line. He turns his back to that left side. So you need your your biggest, best, most skilled blocker on mm. that left side because if that guy's beaten, you don't have a, a line of vision toward an oncoming pass rusher, and that's less than a second that you would have to realize that you're going to get sacked. And we've seen many a quarterback, uh, you know, knocked out of games or suffer injury because they were hit blindside. They call it protecting the blind side. And when Jordan came up, that wasn't his initial position, but through his development, the Phillies proven they can trust him over there. He has some experience at right tackle as well, but I. Obviously, they're confident enough in him, and it's paid off. I mean, they, mm. they were the best team in terms of record in the NFL this season, and here they are, one win from him you know, bringing a, bringing a Super Bowl ring back to Sydney. It was a really beautiful sight on the field post-game. He was there, and he had a loved one near, nearby, and you can, he was just in tears kind of yeah. taking in the moment. And, and it's amazing for somebody who, you know, when he was a little boy, th- this wasn't even on the radar of a dream to have. This dream kind of materialized out of nothing, and he's realized it and then some. And I can only imagine what the tears will be like if uh, if Philly gets one more win. But standing between he and that is a guy named Patrick Mahomes who's keen on uh, adding to his CV and getting some more Super Bowl hardware, which he won just a few years ago. Yeah. Hey, Phil, just quickly, um, we've got a, one of our listeners here. Can you ask, Phil, why one of the Chiefs' leaders was so angry with the Bengals' franchise franchise after the game, during his presentation acceptance speech, there there was a, a fair deal of nastiness between these two sides, wasn't there? There was. The, the mayor of Cincinnati posted on social media a video saying that he wanted to have a paternity taste test taken because Joe Burrow, he said, was uh, Patrick Mahomes' father because Burrow had, was 3-0 and in his career against the Chiefs. And some Cincinnati... Uh, pundits and, and you know analysts and entertainers coined the Chiefs Stadium, which is normally Arrowhead. They were calling it Burrowhead. 
So Travis Kelsey, one of the two brothers in the game, a big personality. He and his he and his brother actually host a podcast, which we're all waiting on on how that's going to go this week. Now that they're playing each other in the Super Bowl, Travis Kelsey took the mic more than comfortable on the mic, and uh, in in a promo suited for WWE, which had some colorful language, which I'll which I'll edit out. Said, hey, you know, Burrowhead, my my backside. This is Arrowhead. <laughs> this is the Chiefs. This is Mahomes' house. Get out of here. So uh, yeah, that that that's what all that was built up in, and I mean. Yeah, it was all in good fun during the week, but um, you know, if you talk trash and you, and you don't cash it, then yeah, you, you gotta you gotta wear it. And all of Cincinnati Ward as well. And the Cincinnati mayor got on social media and said, "Yeah, guys, that's uh, that's partially my fault for that. Sorry for stirring the pot." <laughs> Just partially. <laughs> oh. All right, Phil. Thanks very much. I, 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 we'd love to catch up before the game itself in about two weeks' time. But uh, uh, your insights are just brilliant as usual. Thank you, mate. Thanks, Phil. Thanks. Thanks so much. We'll chat soon. I I think we might have that uh, Travis Kelsey uh, little bit of audio talking about the Cincinnati mayor. Hey, I got some wise words for that Cincinnati mayor. Know your role and shut your mouth, you jabroni. (laughs) 